Hello everyone, welcome back to Milan Madness. I'm your host as always, Brian, Brian Dash, and today I'm going to be doing a story called Brian's Return. This is my little dashie, this is not one of the short stories like Dashie Scare, this is the sequel to the My Little Dashie story. So it's My Little Dashie, Dashie Scare, written by yours truly, Brian Dash. This takes place after Dashie left my world and returned to her own timeline, her own dimension. Oh, that was the worst day of my whole life. So, afterwards, after Dashi left and left me behind, I tried to get back. She said something about the portal closing soon. And something that if I go there, it will close eventually. And that I could either come for one last visit or stay my life with her. It wasn't hard to decide what I wanted to do. I wanted to spend my life with her. My whole life. After my parents died, I couldn't bear to lose something else that has been so precious to me. Unfortunately, though. I didn't, I didn't know if this was going to work. Because no more than a few minutes after I jumped through the portal, I woke up with no memory in the, in the forest. Ever Freedom Forest is what it said. And I saw these violet-like eyes looking back at me. Whether it was a monster or animal, I do not. I did not know, but I soon found out. I thought it might have been like some person with deformity of eyes or something. Hey, who are you? And right after I said that, the person, as I called them disappeared as if they were running from me hey hold on who are you where am I they just kept running stop and I raced after them I was surprisingly faster than I remember I do not know why and to this day maybe the motivation and fear of what happened somehow motivated me Slow, fast, and eventually, I made it to, well, this one weird sign. At least I knew men, people, or men must have lived here. It said, Ketsun Ketsuneville. One mile. I didn't know what Ketsun Ketsuneville was, or who owned it, but uh, a village... Must mean there's people there. So, let's go, I thought. And I went to Kitsune Kitsuneville. Eventually found it. It was odd. And it was also quite abandoned. Oh, okay then. Uh, house. Lots of houses. A bakery. And no one to run the entire stores or anything. That was a bummer. 
Especially after find out there's a bakery, I thought, I'd get muffins or cake. But since no one was there, I couldn't just very well take it. I thought maybe whatever that weird-eyed thing was, they must have ran here and warned everyone to avoid me at all costs and evacuate. On the account that I looked over at one of the houses and there was a lantern on. So whoever it was, whoever came here or lived here, they must have left in a hurry or they were hiding from me inside their houses. So I went and knocked on one of the doors. And immediately I felt quite stupid as if, if anyone that was hiding from me would open up the door with a smile. So I went to another house and made the same stupid mistake and knocked on the door. Three houses later, I knocked on another door. This one was known as the Reading Oak Library. A library. I saw someone looking out at the window, although I only saw their eyes, and I realized it was the same creature or whoever maybe but again they didn't open the door and then I remembered of course why would they I'm a strange person that they don't know they ran from me in the forest and now they're hiding from me why would they open the door and say hi would you like to come in for some milk and cookies hmm actually that didn't sound half bad I began to hope that they would invite me inside for some milk and cookies Especially if they had chocolate chip or macadamia nut, my ultimate favorite. Eventually, though, my prayers were not heard because they never opened the door. Oh well, I thought I'll go to the next house. I no more than took two steps away that the next house, that the Reading Oak Library swung its doors open wide. One hand grabbed me around the neck. When I yelled for help, it didn't go far. It just got, huh, before the other hand covered my mouth so I couldn't scream. Then I was dragged into the house, and I saw the same creature. It was a girl with odd eyes. Some would even say a little derpy eyes. They were spirals with no pupils. Look, who are you and why are you here? Look, I know you can speak and I heard you speak before. Now tell me, why are you here? And who are you? She knew my name, that much I didn't know. But she was wondering who I was, as if asking if I knew my name. I replied with a, I, I don't know who I am, or where I am, or how I got here. If you know anything, let me know. You don't remember anything, do you? That just flabbergasted me. Remember anything? So me and her must have had some sort of past if I was supposed to remember something and I didn't remember it. 
No. Sorry, sorry. Sh should I? I, I, I don't know what's going on or how I got here. I don't remember anything, but do, do, do you know anything? Like who I am? What my name is? Where I come from? I'm sorry, I do not. The first thing that came to my mind was, wow. So, first, I'm taken to this weird place, and I blame you for this. And if it's not your fault, you try to cover it up by lying to me? I'm not sure I like this thing. Of course, though, I was still unsure. I figured it'd be best if I just stay here for a little bit and try to make sense of things. At least learn what I can learn and then find a way out of here. As I, as I took a look around and tried to assess my options of getting out of here, she said, You must be tired and exhausted after your long journey. You can have my bed. I got a spare mattress. Wait a minute. She's giving me her bed. That's courteous. But giving me her bed and she takes an old mattress? Why does that sound so relatable? As if I did that before. It must just be my imagination. There's no way I've done that before. I mean, I don't have a daughter or anyone for that matter. Why would I give someone else my mattress and me sleep on an older one? No. I'm just crazy. Maybe it just seemed familiar because I saw it off a movie or something. I don't know. All I know is that I don't remember if I ever did do that. If I did, then that would explain why I remember it, but I don't remember me ever doing something like that to anyone, let alone someone I didn't even know. <clears throat> the next few days I spent with her went by rather well. I met her apprentice, who is Derpy. Literally, that was her name, Derpy. She had eyes that spun around and talked a little odd as like this. If something went wrong, she would say, I don't know what went wrong. But not in that way. She would say like, I don't know what went wrong. Like that. As if she had some speech impediment. Now, I don't think that's right calling her derpy. Just because she had a speech impediment, but... One thing is for sure, she was interesting and unique, and that's probably one of the reasons why I liked her assistant. She didn't know much either, but, however, I did know she was keeping something from me. The first day we met, she said, Hi there, my name is Therapy, and you are black. She stopped as if it was something I shouldn't hear. Sorry. Screwball told me not to 
say anything. I shouldn't tell your name. Go on. What did she say my name was? That might have helped a lot. But of course, by that time, Screwball came in, and I didn't have time to ask. Eventually, I got my answer. But that's a, that's another story, or another part of this story. Let's continue down where we're at right now, shall we? So, what ended up happening, eventually, is, well, as you may expect, I didn't expect her to leave me home alone for any time. But she was seemed to seem desperate to send me back to whatever dimension I came from. So, what she did is say, Okay, sir, this is what we're going to do. As she walked in shortly after I met her apprentice. Me and my apprentice screwball, I'm derpy here. We're all going to go, alright? Um, we need you to stay here and you can't leave. So don't leave and don't get seen by anyone else. I promised. That seemed to be enough to convince her and she left. Little done know, I'd be breaking both of those promises today. I was inside reading a book, Wolves of the Beyond, the Warrior series, and multiple other books. I was in the middle of Stacy and Ahosa, Wild Rescuers, when I heard a knock on the door. Hey, Screwy, are you in there? My eyes opened wide. Someone was outside looking for a girl. That thing. Screwball. Okay, at least now I know her name. Then knocked again. Screwy. Knocked again. Why wouldn't this person leave? Obviously they didn't know no one's home. Not once again. Screwball, I'm worried about you. Me and everyone else knows you've been acting a little weird. Is everything okay? I couldn't hold back. I made a stupid mistake and yelled back, She's not here! Well, that was smart on my behalf. If she wasn't going to leave before, she sure as heck wasn't going to leave now that she knew a total stranger was in her friend's house. Hey, who are you? That's it, I'm coming in. Oh no, I was doomed. What have I just done? I had to think fast, and I did. I would just, I just, I don't even know what. I would have to do something. I... I got it. I pushed all the furniture in front of the door, which was quickly moved away by her. And she pushed the door open. I ran upstairs to the bedroom and hid underneath the bed, as I did previously before. 
the first time I met Scurry's apprentice. Unfortunately for me, though, my foot was sticking halfway out. I tried to move it to get a better position and hit my knee. It made a loud bump. Haha, I got you now, she laughed. She pulled back the sheets and found me underneath the bed. She screamed and ran off. It wasn't long before her friends came back. One of them had a southern accent whose name was Applesauce. One had a kind of a proper kind of facade and voice as if she was a lady of high stature. The other one sounded like the one I saw earlier whose name turned out to be Cotton Candy Hair. The proper one was Miss Diamond. And, well, we'll talk about this later. For now, let's continue. Oh, and there's also a shy one I forgot to mention. The shy one's name was actually Shyly. Alright, Sugarcube, let me get this straight. You believe that he's here? I know he's here. I saw him. You better not be joshing me, honey. Because if you are, we're going to have some problems. I'm telling you, I saw him here. Oh, great. They're going to come in. I made sure to move everything in front of the door. Everything I could move. And they started to begin to kick the door. Trying to get to me. I had to break one of the rules and crawled the window and I landed to a briar patch right when the door swung open. Hun, I don't know if you noticed this, but there ain't no one here. Darling, are you sure that you saw him? Maybe it's just your funny imagination. Well, that better not be the case. I don't want to explain that I just kicked in the door for no dang reason. I'm telling you, that man was here. I got up and began to inch away as I heard them say, Look, the window's open. You don't suppose he walked out, did you? I hope not. Let's just hope that he wasn't here in the first place. I began to run. And I ran in to someone outside. She must have been kind of reserved and waited outside. She screamed at the top of her lungs. Ah! He's here! And I, and I ran. They were running after me, saying, Hey, wait, and stop. But when people are chasing you, and you have no idea why, you do not wait. You do not stop. You run, and you run like heck. I darted through weird sharp turns and corners and alleyways trying to shake them. The one that had the southern accent seemed to disappear and only two were chasing me. But it turns out that was a terrible thing. 
She must have broke off from the groove, trying to anticipate my moves, and sure enough, when I was going through an alleyway, she was on the other side. They all began to close in on me, saying, Now, calm down, sure cute. We don't want to hurt you. We just want to ask you a few questions. And you sure as heck better answer. I tried to run and jump over her, but she saw that coming and rustled me to the ground with her great weight, pinning me down. Now listen, as I just said, Shrewcube, we don't want to hurt you, but if you keep messing around and trying to break away, we're going to have to. So you best simmer down and just answer a few questions we got for you. Why are you here? I don't know why I'm here. I don't even know who I am. He lost his memory? Uh, let's hope he's dead. Or well, we're all in big trouble. Luckily, they eventually let me up. Alright, sure, cute. Now, listen here. We're all going to try to help you the best we can. But we need you to hold still. And obey us. Okay, sure, cute. I... I... I guess... So, eventually, they didn't begin to talk about where I was, who I was, and what I seen that night. Finally, we began to build a kind of friendship. They took me to show a cute corner of the bakery, and we were going to make cupcakes. It wasn't normal enough until it came to the part with the knife. It seemed so... What was it? That's the last time I remember before I blacked out. The next day, I woke up in the bed, and they were around me. Where is he? I heard Screwball yell. It's alright. He's unconscious. We had to tackle him. What? You tackled him? Look who's talking, I thought. The one who greeted me so calm and gently. Look, he was running around making a ruckus. We had to do something. He passed out in Shuriki Corner. We took him back here. After a little bit, they all left. I got up out of bed. Well, I'm glad to see you're up. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you a question. Why was I here, and who, and I know I heard you guys say she didn't find out. Who is this she you two were talking about? This seems like something I should know. No one, don't worry. It, it wasn't anyone. We're talking about the mayor, and of course our princess, Princess Kitsune Kitsune. We're just saying it's a good thing that she didn't see you. She's not fond of human. Okay. That's odd that she called me human. I only count that she should be human too. But nonetheless, I let it slide. This one time. We found everything we need. Tomorrow, portal will be open. And you'll be able to go through. Back to your home. Can't wait. I'm gonna miss you all though. 
We'll miss you too, Brian. But I mean, we found out your name is Brian. Uh, I kind of feared that when you called me Brian. But I'm glad to know that I'm not completely helpless. She giggled and laughed and said, "Well, that is a good thing, isn't it?" She said with a smile on her face. A very good thing, indeed. Afterwards, finally, the portal was opened the very next day, and I was allowed to go home. I was a little sad and only wanted to say, can we discuss this or talk about it? I grew fond of these friends that I had people to call my friends on my own. I didn't really want to go. I liked it here. But we all agreed, at least they all agreed, it's really good, 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 and that it'd be the best thing for us all. So I didn't argue the fact. At least not as much as I probably should. So, after a little bit, I was about to head home. Right when the door opened. Hey guys, what's up? It was an odd girl, but I knew her. Don't ask me how or why, but I just felt like I knew her from somewhere. What's wrong with me? Why can't I understand? I cannot remember. I realized I wasn't the only one. She remembered me as well. Her mouth fell open and her lips began to quiver. I was wondering what was going on. But then I made out one single word from her mouth. Those words were Daddy. Daddy? What was she talking about? There was no way in heaven or any other place that I was her biological father. We looked nothing alike. That's what I heard. Screwball said, Oh no, she's remembering. But that was look in her eye. I knew it from somewhere. What the devil was wrong with me? Why could I not remember her? She grabbed a hold. They grabbed a hold of her, keeping her from running into my arms. Even though I didn't remember her, I wanted to run and hold on and never let go. They said, "Don't worry about her. Just go." Well, she won't remember. Trust me. Don't worry about it. Just go. I heard her yell out loudly. Daddy, help me. Daddy, don't leave me. And it made me want to fight back. Like I was supposed to protect her, but I didn't know her. What was wrong with me? That's when I remembered. Our day in the rain. Our first fight. Everything. I remembered. Her name was Dashie.
the reason that the the bed with the old mattress seemed familiar as if I'd done it before is because I did. I gave my bed to Dashi on her first night with me, and I took the uncomfortable mattress. Everything flooded back. Everything. I grabbed a cup of water and poured it on the crystal that was supporting the portal and it closed. I will not leave my little dashy ever again. The dashy said something that did nothing but ensure I would stay with her. Daddy, I love you. And I hugged her. And I said, I love you too, my little dashy. Finally, after a few days went by and there was no hope from sending back, I, confront, I confronted Screwball. Start talking. Why was I forced to leave her and why would you not let me go back and see her? Why are you trying to keep her away from me? Well, that's just it. We had no idea that she'd find her way back, and quite frankly, we were wondering that ourselves, that why were you here? But we knew, we know now that it was more than wrong to keep you two separated. I say so, but I'd like to know why we were separated. Why all this happened? Why I couldn't see her? we took you away, or her away from you, she was heartbroken. It was impossible for any of us to take. We couldn't bear seeing her that said, so we kind of, maybe kind of sort of erased her entire memory. Wow. Okay then, I thought. Uh, bad friends. But I realized they did all this for her own good. I couldn't possibly blame them for that. I mean, they were doing this for her own good and her own protection. You can't, you can't blame someone for something like that. So, I tried to help and offer what I could. They said that everything was fine and that they would find something do and that is already too late for me to be sent back so I hope I like living there yeah it's wonderful here I said now why don't you give us answers about why you passed out at Shirky Corner and I was holding a pretty little knife she liked I liked it, it felt so cool, so nice in my hand, and I remembered all the times that I was hurt, feeling pain, very bad emotions. So, <laughs> I 
did radio all I could do at that time. I took up a knife and planned to sink it into my body. But things didn't work out that way. Eventually, I did because I couldn't bear to live without my little dashi. And he took her from me. He took her away. And I passed out again. Thinking that day. I woke up in a hospital bed. And I had this big, tall, gorgeous young woman looking down at me. Eventually she changed back into a herd normal form, which was a fox with nine tails. Hello. Uh Hi. Who the heck are you? Apologies. My name is Ketsune Kitsune. We realized it was wrong taking dash you away from you. So, I'll allow you to stay here. Uh, okay, the poor clothes, so I have no idea how you even go about to your back, but thank you for allowing me to stay here. Well, we figured that we can't send you back. So, we decided to let you stay here. Wait a minute. You couldn't seem back to you decided you decided to let me? I didn't want to ask this to her face, but what was the other option if she was, if they all voted in a sense to let me stay here? I didn't know if I liked that. We all just decided. Let you stay here. I didn't like that in the slightest. Not in the slightest. So I smiled, said thank you, and tried not to scream. I was back with my little dashy. That's all that matters. Finally, my life went for like a life. Were once and for all complete. Me and my dashi together again. And this time, I promise to her that nothing would ever separate us from again. Thank you for watching on Milo Dashi Book 2, Prime's Return. This was not the original version of the book, this was actually a remake. And I'm not going to the original because I didn't like this remake that much. But thank you for watching. Um, tune in next time, where we will be telling another story. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah. We will figure it out in the end. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, fighting with the princess or making peace with the princess. 
Thank you for the super excited. Please put some of the piss and boss to the way it's high fives all around. Thank you so much for watching. Of course, look into the shadows because this world, it's changed one. Bro, have one. Come on. Good night, everyone. And of course, turn to look into the shadows because this world is a strange one. Thank you, everyone. And good night.